Well, our song declared, the one before this last one, our song declared, there's a new day dawning. I declare there's a new year dawning, hallelujah, and I'm glad about that. I am so glad about that. Aren't you ready for something new? Are you over 2021? Actually, I'll even go back a little further. I'll go say get rid of 2020, maybe even parts of 2019. I declare there's a new year dawning. Hallelujah. And the title of this sermon is appropriately uh, called Out with the Old and In with the New. Hallelujah. And I have to tell you, I'm ready for the new. I'm ready for the newness of the Lord. I'm ready for the newness of the outpouring of God's Spirit on 2022. I say we declare it a year of the living God. Amen? You might remember, in fact, I just uh, I was on the way here and I noticed that I had some Uh, I had some papers in the back of my car, and I was reminded that the last time that I preached here, it was in Isaiah declaring the year of the Lord's favor. What happens in the year of the Lord's favor? The blind see, the crippled are healed, hallelujah, amen. I'm walking walking, uh, on my own two feet in less than one month after my injury. So many things are happening. The captives are freed. The blind have their sight restored. So much can happen in the year of the Lord's favor. Favor, and I have to tell you, when we look this morning at Luke eighteen thirty-five, there is a time where we have to remember that it is good to get rid of the old. Amen. There was one time I remember when I went to visit my brother's house. I was looking for a snack in his uh, in his cabinet, and he had who doesn't love mac and cheese, right? And then when I opened up this mac and cheese and I poured it out, it had turned into like a a brick. And I looked at the expiration date, and the expiration date was like a few years earlier. And I have to tell you, there's something to say for getting rid of the old, amen, and having the newness. Praise God. So if you get in your Bibles, Luke 18, we're going to look at Luke 18, 35 through 43. And I just wanted to give you a quick warning. As we get rid of 2021 and we get into 2022, as we get rid of the old and we put on the new, hallelujah, there's something that you'll have to be prepared for. Sometimes, and this is just the truth, sometimes the old things do not want to go away. Sometimes the old habits, the old things, sometimes we do not want to let them go away. One, favorite, uh, one of my favorite things that Pastor David Childers uh, said is, you have to love the Lord more than your favorite sin. And that's how you get over it. So there are so many sins that we need to get over. Otherwise, that oldness is going to want to creep right back into 2022. But when you're living in the year of the Lord's favor, you can just reject it all and tell it to be gone in Jesus' name. Those old habits can die, can go on that cross, just like we had the, the bread and the, uh, and the juice today, reminding ourselves of the, the body and the blood. We can get rid of that oldness through the power of the blood of Jesus and say old habits be gone in Jesus name 
I have to tell you, I was thinking in my mind that 2021 was such a crazy year that we would just miraculously wake up and things would be brighter, colors would be more, colors would be more, you know, beautiful and contrasted, birds would be singing, it'd be like Mary Poppins out there with the little birds and the trees and all this, you know what I woke up to? I woke up to one neighbor, which is the usual habit, all three of his dogs going loco downstairs on the first floor. And they do this almost like this wolf pack howl thing. And these are little dogs. They go into like this, oh, and I'm like, oh, these dogs are so lucky that I don't have access to that condo. I would just shut them up in two seconds. And then on the other side of me, there's the, uh, the family with the two new babies going crazy. And I thought, this doesn't feel like a new year to me already. And then I have a, a, a store that uh, I'm supposed to open at the Wynn Hotel. And, of course, I broke my ankle, and there's so many boxes to move. All these things are coming in, and I'm thinking, this isn't feeling like a new year to me yet. But uh, I would say, you know, I was supposed to get the keys to the store in October, and then November, and then December, and now we're waiting till the end of January. And you know why? The geniuses can't get the stuff off uh, the port of L.A. and onto a truck and into Las Vegas. This is the country that defeated the Germans and the Japanese in World War II. My grandparents you know, did their part, grandma building P-38s in L.A., grandpa fighting in the trenches of France, but we can't get stuff off a boat in L.A. We can't get those workers in Long Beach to get the stuff here and find the truckers and on and on. And I'm thinking, now this is an interesting time in American history. So I would say the one thing to be careful with in 2022 is not allowing 2021 habits to infiltrate and begin to come into 2022 and the newness that God has for God's people. Amen? Amen. And I always remind myself that it's many times it's just like a weed. Weeds don't want to stay small. They want to get bigger and bigger, don't they? And the last thing we want to do is let anything come in to infiltrate our new year. So let's see here in Luke we're going to look in Luke 18, 35 through 43. And in my Bible it says, A blind beggar receives his sight. I'm reading out of an NIV. And it says here, As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Is that a sight we see all the time? In Las Vegas we see it more and more. My, uh, my apartment in L.A., oh my goodness, big time. When he heard the crowd going by, the beggar asked what was happening. And they told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And you know what he did? He immediately called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked the beggar and told him, be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped. And he ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see. Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you, Jesus said to him. Immediately he received his sight and he followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. 
Father, thank You for this passage. Thank You for these words. Thank You for this story. Thank You for this example, Lord, of how we are to live our lives. As we look into it today, may Your Spirit open up this passage to our minds and may we be changed because of it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now that is a new year that dawned for this gentleman. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. But like I said, don't forget, the old can become so familiar that sometimes we don't want to let it go. But we have to get rid of that familiarity and make sure that we can move forward. And when you think about it, what can really survive on old in the first place? We don't eat old food. We don't like to be in, uh, in anything that's in a dry season. In a lot. Have you been through a dry season in your life before? We don't like to be in that old rut. We don't like our marriages to be in those old ruts, those relationships to be uh, broken and tattered and everything that can happen. But in our scripture, it says this. It says, behold, I make all things new. We have to believe it. Amen. When I got in my car today, I actually thought I was going to be an hour late. My car you know, all these, who knows what these things are doing because of all the technology, but my little car was displaying one hour ahead on the hour, and it said May 19th, 2002. <laughs> now, these little machines are supposed to be all connected to satellites or whatever it is they do. It's supposed to know all this stuff. I've never seen my car do this thing, but I looked at it and I panicked for a moment thinking, who do I have to call at the church to let them know I'm an hour behind? It's actually an hour ahead. Oh, wait a minute. I'm in 2002. Did I just go back in time? And you know what? I thought about it. I don't want to be the Ryan of 2002. Amen? I don't want to be the little Christian I was back in 2002. I don't want to go back to elementary school. I'm just talking spiritually now. I was a bigger sinner than I am today. I was single, dating all the wrong people, hanging out with the wrong friends, probably watching the wrong movies. It wasn't until 2003 that I married my wife that she went through my DVD collection started throwing stuff away. She started telling me, you know what, I don't want you to hang out with that guy and everything else. And I had to put all my old ways behind me because I had someone new in my life that God had provided to bring and encourage me onto newness. And I have to tell you, in 2003, the year after 2002, I finished my uh, degree with the Assemblies of God and became a licensed minister. So I don't want to be the Ryan of 2002. Amen? And I don't want it to creep up on me even in my car. I'm going to figure out how to get that thing done. I'll watch a YouTube video or get a teenager later to change that date. But we are new creations in Christ Jesus. Do you believe it? And if you don't believe it, you know what? You only have to do one thing. Cry out like the blind beggar. Lord, have mercy on me. I have been making mistakes like the rest of your 8 billion children on this planet. And I come to you and say, Lord, make me a new creation. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. And make me a new creation. Capture that newness. Keep it alive in 2022. And remember that there is a devil. And his job is to do one thing. Take what the Lord has given to you and steal it. And when you notice that happening in your life. Wait a minute. Why am I watching those videos again? I shouldn't be watching these types of movies. Why am I hanging out with these people? This person's a bad influence. I shouldn't have had that extra uh, drink at the, with my friend's house. Whatever it is that wants to start creeping up. You tell it, no, no, no. You come no further in Jesus' name. 
You come no further in Jesus' name. Not in 2022, the year of the Lord's favor in my life. You will not come into this uh, this year. A new outpouring of God's Spirit. We don't want the old to creep back in. Shed off the old life and live in God's newness this year. Declare it between you and the Lord. Declare it. God wants to bless your life in a new way. In a new way. And when the beggar said this, and I love what he said, Lord, I want to see. Lord, how many of us have eyes, but we don't see? How many of us look and think, you know what, Lord? I don't see what you have for me. I don't see the victory you have for me on the other side of this tough time I'm going through. Lord, I don't see the blessings that I feel I should have in my life right now. Lord, I don't see how that relationship's going to be healed. Lord, I don't know how I'm going to ever get a hold of my temper. Lord, I don't know how I'm going to ever stop gossiping about people. Why do I keep doing this and that? You see, when he said, Lord, I want to see, we have to be willing to want to see what the Lord has for us and believe that we have it. I don't ever want to walk around with two eyes that can work and be blind. That's not what I want in my life. I want God to pinpoint in my life exactly what needs to be changed, and I want to have the eyes to see it and the ears to say, I hear you, Lord, and a mouth to say, you bet. It's going to change. Hallelujah. What does God have for us? The first thing I wanted to mention this morning is this. From the life of the beggar, one thing that we should get to know pretty quickly is he was persistent. Amen? He was persistent. There's something to say for persistence. I have here as point one, nothing could get in the way of his blessing. Hallelujah. Nothing could get in the way of that blessing. Those guys told him, get out of here, be quiet. They started rebuking him as he was hearing Jesus went by. If the Lord went by right now in the parking lot, would you stay in this room? If I told you, don't go out there, would you listen to me? Don't go out there. But Jesus is going by, stay right here, be quiet. Would you listen to me? Absolutely not. Nothing could get in the way of his blessing. We have to be persistent in 2022. If there's something you need to change, you tell yourself, this is the year I'm going to get that change in Jesus' name. This is the year I'm going to get that victory in the name of Jesus. This is the year all things that I want to be healed in my life, I'm going to persistently come at you, Lord, that you're going to help me get it done. Amen. In life, it's so easy, though, to give up, isn't it? Have you ever given up on anything and you look back and you think about it once in a while? You ever have that moment? There are a lot of things I I look back and I think there are times that I just give up. I quit on something. I just said no. And uh, I I just didn't stay stay the course. Uh, I can remember... uh, I can remember I tried to do something insane when I was younger. I tried to do a a master's degree and have babies at the same time. And a wife at home with two little babies and uh, all the research I had to do and the trips I had to do and the writing I had to do. And I thought, you know what? This is not going to happen. But Pastor David came through for me. Brother, you can get it done, brother. You can get it done, brother. When you get that degree, you're going to feel the sweetness of the victory on the other end. (laughs) And somehow I got it done. But I remember I was so ready to just drop that moment. But you know what's really cool? I don't know if I ever shared this with you. 
Even though it was so hard to get all that research done, I did a, I did a significant portion of a book that a professor wrote at UNLV, and I did a portion on Native American history at Yosemite, policy on Yosemite. Did I tell you that before? I notice sometimes as I get older, I forget what I've said before and what I haven't. But I, would, I wanted to mention this because forevermore, my research section is in Dr. Hal Rothman's book on the administrative uh, history of Yosemite. And then when I think about that, and I look at that book, and I think, I'm so glad I listened to my encouragement. I am so glad I listened to Pastor Dave. I'm so glad that I took out my wife on more date nights and got her away from the kids to get all that work done and keep everything together because it's a lot of work. But I have to tell you, there are times where we have to get ready in 2022 to tell mountains to get out of our way in Jesus' name. And sometimes it might be our own mindset. Sometimes we might lay down our own roadblocks and we have to tell our minds, be still in Jesus' name. Know that He is God. Know that I can. Know that I can do the impossible because I serve the one who does the impossible every single day. Hallelujah. So let me tell you from the example of the blind beggar, bold faith deserves bold blessings. Do you believe it? This can be the year of amazing blessings in your life in your family, the relationships with your children, your relatives, whatever needs it. Hallelujah. Bold blessings. The beggar went against all odds. And we live in Nevada, so we can understand odds, can't we? He went against all odds. Hallelujah. He was the lowest on the scale, the social scale in that area, a complete reject. Yet the day that he called out and he placed all his faith in the Prince of Peace, hallelujah, in the highest status, Prince in the heavenly realm, amen, Jesus. He was blessed and he was blessed big. And God wants his children blessed. Do you believe it? He want. Are any of you parents? You know God's heart then. He wants his children blessed. A friend of mine, I might have told you about her before, she's a, a, a beggar that uh, kind of camps out on the bridge crossing between the Wynn Hotel and the Fashion Show Mall, and she has a little kitty cat with her named Lorenzo. He's a little black and white kitty cat, and she sits up there, and they play the drums, and Lorenzo just kind of sits there looking stoic like a little uh, uh, statue. And uh, she plays little drums that she made up and she makes money on that bridge so she can afford to get a hotel room now and then to clean up. And uh, every once in a while we text each other. Sometimes I got to see her a couple weeks ago. But uh, Tamika, uh, she grew up in Las Vegas and married a husband. And this husband was the wrong guy and he would, uh, I don't even really want to tell you too much because it's terrible what he would force her to do on the strip. But she got out of that horrible relationship and decided to be on her own. And then she texted me the other day because it was so cold. And I worry about her and Lorenzo. Well, Lorenzo's got fur, so good for him. But I worry about she and Lorenzo. And I said, I hope you have a room the next couple nights because it's going to be cold. And she said, Ryan, would you believe that I made $100 playing the drums on the bridge so Lorenzo and I have enough for the next two nights to get a hotel room on Boulder Highway. And then she said, and guess what? As I was getting ready to go into the hotel, a gentleman in a BMW pulled up to the side and gave me $200 and said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 
He wants his children to be blessed. He wants his children to be blessed. So when you learn to go after Jesus the way the beggar went after Jesus, don't just sit there. Go after him. Go after him in worship. Go after him in prayer. Go after him in reading scripture. How often do we act like it's the oldness and we don't get in our Bible, we don't get in our word, we don't pray as much as we should, we're not praising God the way we should. How often do we get into that rut? That's the easy way, right? That's what we always do. We just don't take the time to do it. This is the year to persistently go after Jesus, that nothing will get in the way. Amen? We must be determined. Be determined. I started thinking about all these business plans I have to do for all these retail stores. I've had to write so many business plans, and then I have to execute them. My relationship with the Lord. I'm going to be here by the end of 2022. I'm going to worship more, pray more, read more. Stop. You know what the big thing I want to change this year? I'm just going to be very honest with you. I'm going to stop talking about people in a negative way. I don't know if it's you, but with me, I can start talking about people in the business, the jewelry and watch industry, like, oh, yeah, I know that guy, blah, 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 blah. And then before I know it, I'm saying all the wrong things, and I tell myself, Ryan, knock it off. I had my assistant manager the other day. He started talking about some guy that we both knew in the industry. And before you knew it, I started going that route. And I said, stop it, Ryan. Do not speak poorly about this gentleman. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it this year. You know, sometimes in life, people hurt you along the way. And you might want to say a few things to other people as you talk about those people that have hurt you, right? Sometimes that's what we're tempted to do. But you know what? Lord bless them. (laughs) Lord bless them and Lord bless me for obeying His Spirit when He tells me, shut up, Ryan. When the Spirit says, hush, you obey, right? So a lot of us literally have given up many things in our life to have Jesus. If I'm not mistaken, you probably had to change your relationships, your friendships, people you hung out with. A lot of us have had to make changes uh, as we serve Jesus. Giving up Sunday morning golf. There was this one pastor in Chicago named Mike, uh, Mike Bro. He said, some people are so good at gossiping, they think it's a, 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 spirit of the, a, a fruit of the Spirit. He said, but it's not in the Bible. <laughs> and then uh, other things that we've given up immorality, jokes. Have you ever been around someone that jokes and you can be hurtful with jokes? And you say, oh, I'm just kidding. Jokes, driving habits. Ooh, that L.A. crowd. I always know when they're in Vegas. Impatient. Well, we want God's blessing. So we pray for a breakthrough in 2022. We pray for that breakthrough. We draw closer to to the Lord and conform less to the world. Now that, is a trick and a half right there. Conforming less to into the world as though we're living in the world. It's not always the easiest thing to do. It's not always the easiest thing to do. I find myself uh, at home reading news nonstop. And then I wish I hadn't. I look through like four different news channels and I think, why did I just do that? I feel worse. I almost don't even want to know. But conforming less to the world and conforming more to the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Our second point is this. The beggar believed in who Jesus was and that he is able. Remember that song? He is able, more than able. Do you know that one? 
He is able. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you one thing, and I hope I didn't share this story with you before. My wife says I repeat myself a lot. And I said, honey, 1973, leave me alone. But <laughs> just, just let me be happy. When I first met my wife, if you heard the story before, let me know. I'm curious. When I first met my wife, she was late to pick me up at the airport. We had spoken through the church channels over the phone and on and on, and then my mother lived in her area, in San Jose area, and uh, I flew into San Jose, and she was late, and I'm reading a book, and uh, I called her again, uh, should I start the next chapter? This is, yeah, yeah, I'm still running behind, and there seems to be something on the freeway. A A big truck had, like, fallen over and, like, dumped gravel everywhere on the 17 highway connecting Santa Cruz to San Jose. And uh, anyways, she finally made it. She finally picked me up and then went back to the, uh, the dormitory at the, at the Christian College. And she had this little apartment in the girls' dormitory. She was the, uh, the resident director. And from her kitchen and then her actual uh, bedroom area, you had to like go through the restroom. It was just how this was designed. This, it's kind of an older school, but you'd have to go through so she's showing me her apartment, and you know, I'm, I'm a little OCD, I admit it. So as I'm passing through her restroom, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed that there was this big black circle in her toilet, like a, a stain. And uh, I said, uh, I can get that out. And she says, no, 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 you can't get that out. That's probably been here since 1920, it's not coming out. I said, no, I'm telling you, I can, I can get that out. Here I am meeting her for the first time physically, and I'm going to start cleaning her restroom. So I said, uh, lovely apartment, do you have bleach? <laughs> so she hands, me, uh, she hands me this bottle of bleach, and I fill it up, and I just kind of like pour it, pour it, and I said, now let's go to lunch. And we went to lunch, and then later came back in, and I just, I got that stain out. She was so shocked. She said, oh my goodness. If you can do this, I almost feel like you can do anything because I think that's been here longer than this school's existed. And I thought, you know what, that's actually a nice uh, compliment to think someone can do anything. (laughs) She thought all of a sudden I'm like that guy on Home Improvement or something, like anything's possible. But I tell you, in the year of the Lord's favor, when we serve God, not only God, what Jesus will be doing, he won't be uh, taking stains out of toilets. He'll be taking stains out of lives. Amen? He will be taking, and you might think, you know what, Pastor Ryan, you don't know how stained my life is. You ever had that thought? I bet you there's things in this room that would just shock up to the clouds, right? Because sometimes in people's lives, you never know what they've gone through, what they've been through, the path they've uh, they've been on to actually get to the point of sitting in one of these chairs here. Am I right? And I got to tell you, he is in the business of taking stains out of lives and restoring luster. Hallelujah. He's in the business. Anything that comes tainted, he's the one that makes sinners into saints. How's that possible? It's not. It's impossible, and he does it. He does it anyways. Hallelujah. And if we know Christ is able, then we can approach Him in boldness, in confidence, in persistence, with expectation in 2022. When Christ saw how persistent that beggar was, He commanded those people, bring Him here to me. You know, 
at the Wynn Hotel, I'm one of 60 retail stores, and I know right away I have to have a loud voice, otherwise I might get missed <laughs> when people want something. You know, when all these stores come screaming, we want this, we want that, blah, 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 blah. I already know I have to be the squeaky wheel. But the beggar was the squeaky wheel that day. And you know what he got? An audience with Jesus, the son of the living God. Jesus said, bring him here. This guy's persistent, right? What do you desire I do for you? Lord, that I may see. How do we know? He might have had sight earlier in his life and it's go- and he lost it somewhere along the way. He could have lost it. How many times do we lose things? How many times do we lose things? Lord, I had the victory in this area and I feel like I just took 10 steps backwards. Lord, I, t- I said I was going to watch my mouth and all of a sudden I lost my mouth. Lord, I said I was going to be more patient and now I'm becoming more impatient. How many times do we lose things and go, wait a minute. That is not right. He lost his sight. He wanted it new. He wanted it renewed. And then Jesus says, see again, for your faith has healed you. In other words, be prepared to receive. Hallelujah. Be prepared to receive this year. Amen. And that should give you hope. Hallelujah. If a blind man can see, then what can he do in your life? If he can make the blind see, what? can he do in your life you can't even imagine jesus is going by and the blind man his heart skipped a beat because he knew this was an opportunity that he couldn't miss and when you see those god spirit moment opportunities you got to grab them with all your might and then he even calls out to jesus and says son of david that means he already understands this is the messiah Hallelujah, the living Christ. And then he received the healing touch of Christ and that newness because he knew that God was able. Hallelujah. Lord, you are able. The beggar, here's our third point, the beggar began his request by pleading for God's mercy, pleading for the mercy of Christ. And this is important. There is a moment in our life that we need to remember to live in a spirit, hallelujah, of repentance repent for the kingdom of God is near those famous words repent for the kingdom of God is near you can find beggars just like ours all over the place I knew a beggar that was on the bridge to Bellagio he was a a a veteran I'm not sure which war he had a hard time talking his name was John he used to have someone wheel his wheelchair up there he's missing an arm missing two legs missing teeth missing one eye there were some digits on his fingers missing John was missing a lot and we sometimes know that we know a lot of people that are like these beggars missing so much in their life do you know someone that could use more of Christ hallelujah well john used to be on that bridge and he'd cry out and even though you couldn't really understand what he was saying and he was crying out for people's mercy and then my heart i don't know what what's up with this bridge ministry thing my heart just like got touched and i started talking to john and trying to understand him through his you know through his disheveledness and i realized he needed two things he needed a blanket and he needed some money for a hotel room to clean up now and then and I remember I ran home and I went and grabbed an extra blanket I had, gave the guy some money. But you know what? That's exactly what Jesus did for this beggar. He took the moment, seized the moment to be invested in someone's life. 
when people cry out in mercy, you might be able to be the extension of Christ for them in that moment. What an important God moment to have in 2022 when you can be the feet, the hands, the heart of Jesus for someone else. Then once in a while when you start working for the Lord, you forget the things that were bothering you. This morning when we're singing all these worship songs, be honest, were you thinking about your problems and your troubles? I wasn't. All I was thinking is, there's a new day dawning. I couldn't get that out of my mind. Hallelujah. There is a new day dawning. Psalm 34.15 says this, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their cry. Hallelujah. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I'm going to say that one again. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Hallelujah. The Lord redeems His servants. No one will be condemned who take refuge in Him. That is where we want to be found, is taking refuge in Christ Jesus. So I'll tell you, this year cry out to the Lord unlike any other year. Amen. Cry out to the Lord. Know that, that I'm sure that there are enough troubles in this room that would really just pile up, right? If we were to put all of our troubles together. But know that we have a God that reaches higher. Hallelujah. His reach is higher. His strength is bigger. His ears are attentive. And He will deliver. Hallelujah. When my daughter was a six-month-old baby, I remember every time she was in distress, I would notice the little wrinkles on her forehead. And I knew it was coming, those tears. You could always see it in the face before it happened. So you know what I would do? I would get ready to pick her up. And praise God, we have a Savior who will pick us up when we are in distress, amen? When your little forehead starts to wrinkle up and your emotions start to overwhelm you, hallelujah, He hears our cry. Psalm 40, David says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Last point is this. The beggar his request was specific, clear, and to the point. The other night, I'll just share something with you. My whole life, I've had, I've had uh, blood pressure that always wanted to just ride a little too high. I was the guy that would show up at the doctor's office and they would like keep, keep that thing on my arm and say, let him just sit there a little bit longer. <laughs> Look at this pretty picture and focus on the pretty trees. And <laughs> you know, Before they would release me, I was always that guy. So you know what I tell the Lord when I put that cuff on? Of course I take my medication, but when I put that cuff on, you know what I tell the Lord? I say, Lord, I want 120 over 80. I didn't tell him, Lord, could you keep me under 140 over 90? <laughs> I told him the number I wanted, and I thought, you know what? I can boldly come to the Lord and tell him what I want. He is able. 
And I say, Lord, I'm looking for 120 over 80. So last night, last night I put on my cuff, and I'll tell you, I had 123 over 86, and I thought, you know what? Whether the Lord gives me 120 over 80 or he gives me 123 over 86, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be thankful. Lord, you can give it to me or you cannot give it to me. It will not change how I feel for you, Lord, and that I will keep praising and thanking you. I thank you for 123 over 86, and I'll still believe for 120 over 80, Lord. And I'm going to try it today. And I wouldn't be surprised if my God didn't come through with 120 over 80 when I get home, as long as I don't get a second latte. (laughs) All right, hallelujah. So, there was one time, uh, sorry to keep this going so long, but I keep thinking of stories. There was one time I took, uh, I carpooled with uh, a manager of mine at the Wynn Hotel, and I could just tell she was uncomfortable. I said, Maggie, is everything all right? No, no, I'm fine. And I'm, I, you know, you can tell. She's messing with the chair. She just can't get comfortable. Her face looks a little like, like she's not, is it the temperature? She didn't want to tell me. No, 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 I'm fine, fine. Is it, uh, do you want me to adjust that chair? No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, fine. And I knew she wasn't, but I knew one thing. I was never going to carpool with Maggie again. But if she would have just told me what she wanted, I could have known what to do. But sometimes we just have to remember to be specific. We have to remember to just be able to communicate. We can't speculate. We just have to tell the Lord what we want to do. So I'll ask you this. If Jesus, the only man who can walk on water, came by and said to you, what do you want me to do for you in 2022, what would you say? Think about that today. Take the day to think about that. If Jesus came to me today and said, what do you want me to do for you, like he did our beggar, what would you say to him? Would you be broad? Would you be specific? Would you talk to him about finances? Would you talk to him about sin in your life what would you talk to him about but i'll tell you how i would respond i would be personal i would be specific i would know that i want the newness of christ's healing in my life and that's why i'm so happy to be walking praise god i have a store to get set up i want the god's spirit to identify spiritual needs in my life that i have desire to change hallelujah so don't be afraid to ask for the impossible amen Don't be afraid. Nothing is too big, too complicated, or out of God's reach. If a beggar can ask, you can ask. Don't let the beggar ask all on his own. You jump in there too. Amen. Don't be afraid. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. He who knocks, the door will be opened. That sounds like a good year. Hallelujah. James 4.2 says, You do not have because you do not ask God. <laughs> ask Him. There was one time this lady was selling a ring at, a, at my store, and I thought, ah, it's probably too expensive. I shouldn't ask her how much. It looked like it was, you know, at least a 1000 or $2,000 fancy Italian ring. She was just liquidating all her little jewelry supply. Finally, at the end of her asking the whole store, nobody took it. I finally said, Irina, how much, what, what is the price of that ring? She goes, I'll give it to you for 150 Now, I knew that was a monster bargain. So I grabbed it. Thank God I asked. My wife loved it so much, we kind of converted it into a, a part of her uh, wedding ring. <laughs> and I'll always remember that. It's because I asked. 
Other times we might think, no, I can't go to the Lord. It's going to be, if I ask him for this or that, it's going to cost me too much. It's going to be too expensive. And I, I, I don't even know if he'll pull it off this year. I, oh, hush, just ask. Amen? Amen? Just tell your spirit, be quiet in Jesus' name. I can go boldly to the throne. Hallelujah. So listen to me. Ask, ask, ask with God in mind. Amen? Amen. So as we finish today, I wanted to... Uh, have a video put on the board so when you look in our scripture this video is about a young boy his mother was strung out on drugs and all this deal you'll get to hear a little bit about it and he was born blind and he was born autistic Uh, but boy he can worship the lord boy he can worship the lord and just like i said today if a beggar can ask we can ask If this little boy can praise, we can praise. And I'll tell you one thing. It says here at the end of our scripture, immediately the beggar received his sight and he did what? He followed Jesus. Wait, it gets better. He followed Jesus. He praised God. It gets better. Then other people saw and it gets better. And they also began to praise God. So I'll tell you today, 2022, you're going to have a secret power, and it's called a shield of praise. Whenever you're feeling down, just like Captain Kirk, shields up, begin to praise. Whenever those fiery darts from the enemy come against you, find one of those songs and put up your shield of praise. Hallelujah. Because immediately he received his sight, he followed Jesus, he praised the Lord, and when all the other people saw it, they began to praise him as well. Let's see if we can see this. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I 
kingdom of God. Could you imagine men for such as these? Do you think he can see the Lord even though he's blind? It's evident. I played that also for my kids because I said, look at this little guy born to drugged out parents, born blind, born with autism, the mind not sharp as everybody else's in a different way, but look at this little boy comes over all the odds. And who do you think this year pleases God's heart? Who? And I told my kids, this is the year for us to begin to truly see So as we leave today, I just want to encourage you, have the eyes to see the Lord in this year, in your life, in the life of your marriage, in the life of your children, in your hearts for each other. And remember the heart of this little boy. He just wants to see. He just wants the Lord to open the eyes of his heart and it is evident that that is exactly what has happened. This young guy has grown up now and and leads worship at a church. If you ever go into YouTube, you can type in, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, blind and autistic, and you'll see this young man, but you'll also see him as a grown man, still blind and worshiping God like you would never imagine. Hallelujah. Well, this afternoon, remember to have the eyes to see because He is there for you. Amen. Out with the old and begin to see the newness that God has for you and your family. Amen. It's convicting, isn't it? Kind of convicts your heart. Think, Lord, (laughs) I need to do so much more for you. But I'll tell you, this is the year to make those changes. God bless you. If you need any prayer, you stay behind, okay? Uh, and you just enjoy this beautiful snow-capped mountains everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>